0: So inflammatory bowel disease is, is really the bread and butter of gastroenterology and uh, then as a result there are very common questions that present. It presents in a wide variety of ways uh, and uh, really candidates should have a very very good solid answer to how to approach this and how to answer it the best way possible. To get the maximal marks, and you should and it should get to the point where you're it's rolling off your tongue at this point. Um, the key here is if it's in this case it was an unknown diagnosis; it was not confirmed at the start. And the key there again is not to jump in, which you s- to see this candidate do. Uh, and it's about assessing it in a structured way without prejudicing your your initial plan, uh, so that you show that you that it may not be. It may be something else. So, you need to show that you will assess that patient safely and securely. So, always start off uh, with an open differential. Don't jump into one straight away, uh, but address that to the examiner and make sure they're understanding your thought process. So, uh, mentioned about an A3 assessment, this gentleman is clearly very dehydrated. He's had diarrhea, not meeting for two weeks, and he's had diarrhea for four weeks. So, initial assessment should be right up there before you get into any specifics. Uh, and then talk about the things that would tick off your differentials. So the, the candidate did that slightly, but they should have. But they should think about things like other infective courses, so foreign travel, strange foods, uh, anyone else unwell. Signs of sepsis, which you did talk about, which was good. Uh, and then the kind of real guts of how to assess IBD patients. So you want, so I would mention early on true love and wits uh, and say I would my suspicion here was this is IBD. I would go through the widths and the exact uh, components of that. Then quick whip through other things that could be causing it, and then things like extra intestinal manifestations, which is good. Uh, the um, the assessments were good, uh, but again, I would be keen to really do it in a structured manner. So bedside assessment, blood tests, imaging, endoscopy—that in that structured manner, which is what the examiners will be in, uh, will be expecting. Um, and keep it really like that and you should really have it practiced so that you know when you're going to go through this that you know exactly and the IBD guidelines from the BSG are very good and they're very clear and I would certainly uh, suggest that everyone reads those and is able to give a good answer and give good feedback to improve the additional bits that were missing in the answer there were certainly some good parts in the answer but there needs to be it needs to be slicker and more structured Uh, and remember the simple things that will that will give you more benefit, which is things like PPI when they're on steroids, calcium supplements when they're on steroids, um, and the importance of MDTs, which is the IBD, CMSs, the surgeons, and your consultant. And you asked me about, uh, asking about treatments um, and other medical treatments. Uh, was it, I, I didn't know if there was something else there that was missing. So the BSG guidelines show that if you have a severe uh, and they're not responding to intravenous steroids, then you need to think about using infliximab as a rescue medication. That was the next line that I was trying to push you towards. Okay. Uh, rectal and topical preparations are certainly not particularly unreasonable, but uh, in the acute settings, uh, we need to be thinking about processing to that next level of treatment. Right, okay, thanks.